The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's laughing at the fact that I said I still get nervous every time I interview Connor Bedard. I do. I don't care. Who knows? He's 16. I'm 49. I've done thousands of interviews. The kid's eyes just, just pierce right through you. Oh, boy, I love watching him. <clears throat> Biggest reason why this jersey's up here. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. We're coming at you live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, and from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, as you can hear over the loudspeaker. I think they're announcing the winners for the morning draws. Darren Moose DuPont. Things are picking up. Things are picking up here today as we... <laughs> What's up, Moose? What's going on? Can you hear this? Yeah, I can hear it, and it brings me back. You know, I just miss... I miss getting the coffee delivered on the cart. I can taste, literally, I can taste the buffet, okay? But my waistline wouldn't allow me to come back and go back there because, I mean, I put on, as you know, probably a good 15 to 20 at that buffet. So good. Well, you can do a thing called working out. How about that? You could do that. <laughs> or, or I mix in the gym. <laughs> Right, right. Mix in a gym mousse or mix in a salad. And yesterday I didn't. But uh, I got to tell you, I was telling Serena this. She asked what was on the buffet, and uh, I said I had those big beef ribs. They're Fred Flintstone-type beef ribs. Yeah, you know the ones they do. And then the roasted vegetables, fried rice. There was sweet and sour pork, but they didn't have ginger beef. This was at lunch. And, like, I've been thinking about this ginger beef for four months. So probably have it on today. Rare is the day they don't have ginger beef, which I will say is Calgary's yes. best ginger beef here. Right here at Calgary's Best Buffet. So yeah, the coffee cart's going around. Everybody's smiling. Everybody's happy. And uh, I'll say this. Jesse Pierce coming up an hour or two from NHL.com, Minnesota. She covers the wild and she hosts the Bar Down Beauties podcast. We've had live uh, audience here. Some people still hanging out. I, I can't really see behind the lights here, but... Dion, the head of security, stopped by, and I'm not sure if you remember Dion. He's got the uh, Iroquois cut, the long ponytail, head of security. And he says, you got Ron Duguay coming on? I said, yeah. He goes, well, we named my nephew Ron Duguay because when he was born, he had, was born with long hair. So you could How just see <laughs> Dion saying it. Right? So I had to pass that along yes. to Ron Duguay last hour. That was awesome, which, you know what? 
enough Mickey Mouse. Let's get down to business here. Other than a couple texts have come in, uh, Dylan is watching in Edmonton and he writes in on the 902 line. Be sure to shout out Century Downs Racetrack Live Harness Racing in Balzac Saturday afternoons. That is just north of Calgary, Alberta. Balzac, consider it done, Dylan. From Sean in Vancouver, watching on Game Plus TV, he says, congrats to Alex Singleton. $18 million with the Denver Broncos. Big payday Bingo. for sure. And I just and I just want to jump into what our poll question is today, just to update it for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center, our daily poll. Capital has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. And it is which of the four topics at the NHL General uh, sorry, <laughs> distracted a little moose. At the NHL GM meetings in West Palm, which of these things would you like to see come to fruition? I got to go back here and look at it. What did we have? Player safety, one. The sleeve, cutlass protective sleeves. Eliminating fighting after clean hits. Tweaking coaches challenging. They want to add it for accidental high sticks and the puck going out of play. I can't believe they don't already have that. And the Senator's sale. Those are the four. Leading the way is the fighting after clean hits. But Ron Dugay brought in a, up a point if you were watching. He said, the one rule I'd like to see changed is in three-on-three -three overtime, if the puck carrier doesn't like what he sees when he's trying upon entry, as they say in hockey now, he doubles back to his own end. And Dugues doesn't like that. It disrupts the flow of the game. And he would like a basketball-style basketball style over and back rule brought in that when you cross wow. center ice with a puck, you can't come back across center ice with a puck. And uh, some of the viewers said that's a really good idea. Some wrote in and said that's a really dumb idea. I think of the four topics... No, no, that ain't one. But that's, that's Ron Dugay. He's a contrary thinker. But would you add that to the poll? And if so, would you vote for it? Yeah, I would. I would make it the blue line when you cross your own blue line. I would give you a little room to double back in the neutral zone, but not all the way back into your own end. Um, I think that's a great idea. That would really impact overtime and what we do with that part of the game. I heard people say they'd like to see ties eliminated but expand the OT to 10 minutes. Again, that's another, that's a CBA wrinkle because now you're asking the players to play more hockey. So they're going to have more leverage to say, okay, well, we need more money, right? And the NHL is like, oh, we're not yeah. going to give you more money. So that's not happening. But the doubling back, I like that. I think that would be a great addition. Well, one thing I've realized is while I think the NHL is pretty perfect, even they've acknowledged there's a lot of things that need to be tweaked or changed or improved. And, uh, that's saying a lot for them. By the way, another thing, and Ted has written in, I'll get to your NFL question in a moment, but Sarah Sivian, female reporter, has tweeted a clip of Connor McDavid at the Junos last night. From ET Canada is the actual uh, clip, I guess. And I don't know if you saw it, but Connor McDavid represents the Oilers at the Junos for our American audience. That's the Canadian Music Awards. And he shares his favorite Nickelback hits before he helps induct the band into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame. That was last night, and it was such a big deal that, of course, it was Connor McDavid. The highlight of that was on all the Canadian sports shows today Sports Center, Sportsnet Connected. 
and I'm watching the interview with McDavid. They're asking him about Nickelback. Darren, I'm watching the clip going, he was so open and gregarious and personality. I don't know if you saw the clip, but I kind of looked twice and go, is that McDavid? Because when he's doing interviews, he's just stone-faced, like talking to a cop, like talking to an accountant. Yeah. But no, he was like a rock star, you know, it's probably my favorite. And my dad's favorite is if today was your last day and da-da-da-da, I'm like, the kid's got personality. He's like cheese whiz. Who knew? <laughs> I know. And it's great. And it's, it's just when it's not hockey. You know, you got him away from hockey. You get to learn more about who the kid is. I don't think he felt yeah. pressure. You know, they probably said, hey, Connor, we're not going to ask you any hockey questions. None. He said, okay. Took the oh. shield or the protective kind of force field, put that away, and he just got to answer honestly and have a little bit of fun. And I think that's really great. You know, you build up a little trust and you get to know who the guy is. And I'm all in favor of uh, if we can have a little more of that with our superstars. Yeah, and, and even, you know, we learned a little more about Ron Dugay today. But I'll say this, for Nickelback going into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame, I never, ever, ever understood the hate for Nickelback in this country. It's, it had to just be jealousy, and I worked in Canadian radio at the time when it was going on. I heard of these radio station bands of Nickelback, and I'm like, this is, just, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And one of my greatest memories was the 2012 World Juniors right here in Calgary, I was calling the games on the Sportsnet Radio Network, and if, if you want to ask, what's your favorite Nickelback song? Mine is When We Stand Together. And after the game, when Canada won bronze, beating Finland, and I called that game on Sportsnet, they were playing When We Stand Together by Nickelback in the arena. Not while they were, the teams were long gone, the fans were draining out of the arena, but I just love that. I every time I hear that song, I think of that time in the Saddledome. And what a great moment it was, winning uh, bronze with Team Canada. Um, Colin in Ottawa says, who would be your favorite Canadian artist, Rod? I like the band Metric, to be honest. Look, is that where we're going today? Because I got time for it, but is that what we're doing? How about Ian Tyson? How about Tom Cochran, who we got to spend great time with here? These are iconic People for you know, Shania Twain, our dear beloved Shania Twain. But Moose, who is your favorite Canadian? Who is sorry? What's your favorite Nickelback song first? Oh man, favorite Nickelback song is probably um, this afternoon. If you know the song "This Afternoon" by Nickelback, yep. that's my favorite. Hanging Easy. out this afternoon. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, that was what Connor McDavid said was his second favorite song this okay. afternoon. So that's a pretty good one, too. From Craig Campbell from the Hockey Hall of Fame in Toronto. Watching, he says, Rush. See, now here's the odd thing. I couldn't name one song by Rush. I couldn't name one song. I'm not really a music guy. I'm hosting a sports show, not a dang music show. So, but hey, anybody who wants to write in with their, who, okay, so that's your favorite, this afternoon, what's your favorite Canadian band, all time, current or all time? I'm an April Wine fan. I'm an April Wine, I'm an April Wine Ooh, fan. How about that? Roller. Old Roller school. is like, how about that? Roller is one of my all time favorites. <laughs> um, but I think Kim Mitchell's Canadian, right? Kim Mitchell's Canadian, right? Patio Lanterns, absolutely. Absolutely. 
And I like, it's, for me, by the it's way, roller it's by 11, 11 Mountain. 11, 11, 11 Mountain. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, go ahead. Followed closely by Go For A Soda by Kim Mitchell. Two Canadian songs I could play on repeat. Might as well go for a soda. Um, okay, well, we got it going. Nelson, our VP of some events, writes in and says, The Trues. Kevin the Medium has logged in. He's entered the chat on the RP show today. He says, okay, I was busy for the first hour, tuned in for hour two. Are we talking music? <laughs> LMFA. Well, I didn't plan on it, but I brought it up with Connor McDavid last night at the Junos being interviewed. And I, I, I do love when you do the cross-section of sports and entertainment. I oh, hate yeah. when sports and news intersect. I loathe it because usually something bad's happened. Ask John Morant or any name, one of these guys, Jalen Carter. Producer Clark says, uh, tragically hip. From Ploder, Ploder, that's his name. He says, The Weekend. Very good. Not good enough to play Grey Cup, but can play Super Bowl. Got it. Um, Stephen from North Dakota says, Rod, are you a country fan of many? Two kinds of music I like, country and western. <laughs> ba -dum -ba -dum. No, I actually, yeah, ba -dum -ba -dum. I like, I like hip hop, believe it or not. Believe it or not. Um, Moose is going to be with us for two segments here in hour two. And then we're going to be, oh man, my mind, why is it always in hour two? At this time, my mind goes 87 different directions. I just got to stop for a second. Burton Cummings, that's a vote from Craig Smith, our director of scouting. I really miss my guy, Chris Sanford. He's my friend from Albany. As you know, he's my gym buddy in South Florida. And we spent a lot of time together, Moose. So the other day, we were walking into a chicken sandwich restaurant. He owed me a bet that I won. And he goes, and he's got that thing. He's from the Bronx originally. He's a, he's a fighter, man. He's, a, he's tough. A lot of those New Yorkers are. And he said, hey, you watch that Treader Park Boys? You know this Treader Park Boys? I'm like, what about it? He goes, I just <laughs> discovered it on Netflix. Just discovered it. We're hooked on it. Treader Park Boys. I'm like, Bubbles, Ricky. Well, I never really, we were always working. So I was never really sitting around yeah. watching TV in my past life. Past, I was always working. But I know about it. I had a friend we called Bubbles because he looked like Bubbles. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Game of the night, 12 games of the National Hockey League as we turn our attention always an hour two over to tonight's games. And we'll continue this theme as to what's your favorite Nickelback song and also Canadian music artist of all time. But... There's a, there's a lot of games, like 12 games. I woke up this morning, had a text from my guy, Jeff, the hotelier in the Energy City. He goes, the game of the night is the Capitals and the Rangers. There's still a bias because if your team's playing, that's your game. Your team's not playing tonight. Moose's Leafs blew one last night against the Buffalo Sabres, and he was very calm about it in hour one when we recapped it. To me, it's the Calgary Flames at the Arizona Coyotes, and... Should I say it? One of the staff here at the Gray Eagle this morning, whom I hadn't seen, I didn't see him yesterday, 
when we were here for day one, I said, hey, what's new? He goes, not much. Flames are still crappy. <laughs> He's an Oilers fan. And there's a yeah. lot of them here. But he said, oh, the other night when they scored on themselves in Arizona, he goes, that's just their season. They're still crappy. And I'm like, well, we'll see if they turn it around and they keep the pedal to the metal now. They spanked Ottawa here the other night, 5-1. For this town, the game of the night is the Flames at the Coyotes. And for the game up, the team up Highway 2, it's the Oilers and Senators tonight. But that one, that one should be a six-inch putt, I would think, for the Oilers. I would think it was the Senators were for the Flames here the other night. Anyways, we're broadcasting all across eastern Canada too. The Maritimes on East Link, in Quebec on Videotron and Rogers, in Ontario on Kojiko and Rogers Cable too. We'll be right back after this brief pause. We are live from Calgary's entertainment destination, Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Because it's a heave-ho, hi-oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? Do slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profit stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We do it every Tuesday at this time from our exclusive betting partner and sports book, Bet Regal Bad Beats. I think we've done it enough that people understand what it is. What sports outcome wrecked your bet coming out of the weekend? And uh, Darren Moose Dupont, he's the betting expert. I'm no betting expert on it at all. I have pretty much every weekend bad beats. How about you, Moose? What's the bad beat that either busted your ticket or someone else's that you heard of? We're going to see a lot of them coming up March Madness. Um, Basketball is a big one oh. for bad beats, man. And this one came late last week in the NBA. It was at the end of the week. It was um, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Washington Wizards. Giannis Antetokounmpo, he was sitting at nine rebounds, okay? The over-under was nine and a half, okay? There was just a few seconds left in the game. He's in the offensive zone with the ball. They were up by six. He was just going to run the clock out. But guess what? He was one rebound away from a triple-double. So he put the ball, Ooh. shot it off the backboard to himself in the dying second to get to 10 rebounds, bust everybody who took the under just so he could get himself a triple-double on the stat line and blew up everybody who took the bet. So uh, that was a bad beat in the final seconds for NBA betters. All right, sign up today at betregal.net, our exclusive betting partner and sports book, 100% Canadian-owned and operated. You can always reach us, 902-518-3033. Um, this is quite interesting. Obviously, it didn't take much to get our audience chiming in. Dave Salima, watching in Niagara Falls, Ontario, on Game Plus, says, Triumph, War Argos. So, again, not a music guy. Don't hold it against me. What does War Argos mean? Something to do with the football team? Or do you know? <laughs> do you know? I don't know. War Argos is a new okay. one for me. Okay. From Dougal Cameron, watching in Calgary, his favorite Canadian band is The Stampeders. How about that? And he's a Stampeders fan, so that works really good, too. How about that? And... They've got some really good... Sweet City Woman. You probably don't remember that one, Darren. I wouldn't think. Mind you, if you're an April no, Wine fan, maybe you do. No, I do. That's a good uh, one. Uh, Darcy in Grand Prairie. Darcy, he's got the real sentimental favorite for me. It's Trooper. And the thing about yeah. Trooper, not only do they have all these great songs, but I've been in this business, this perilous trade a long time 34 years of sports and entertainment it always seemed like trooper was always the band that would never let you down if you were holding an event if you were holding a party if you were holding a wedding trooper would always be the band that was available and would come in and play whether it was the gray cup whether it was the memorial cup whether it was your uncle ron's 60th whatever Troopers there. <laughs> and what do they say, man? The best, the best ability is availability. And I got to think that, you know, 
Nickelback went into the Canadian Music Hall of Fame last night. Trooper probably was the first inaugural class going in there. Uh, metal Shingle Guy writes in, all he's saying is LOL. So I, I don't know what that means. Richard in Edmonton has a two-point question or comment, more so comment. Number one, he says, Street Heart, April Wine. You know what this is telling me is people love the classics. It's also telling me why we own the 55-plus age demographic in Canada on television. We own it! <laughs> all, these all these people, what about Avril Lavigne, guys? What about The weekend? Yeah. What about anybody that's been relevant since 1990? <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> what about Katie Lang? <laughs> Anyways. Uh... <laughs> I love Katie Lang. I love, well, when I was a DJ, and believe me, I was for a time, and I really loved it a lot. Um, that was Katie Lang's heyday. She had a lot of great songs out there. Big bone gal. Anyways, we are a sports show. Richard says, in NHL talks, this is Richard from Edmonton, are they still thinking about curving in the top of the glass so the puck stays in the ice surface? Come on. That's the first that I've heard of that. Have you heard any of that talk? I have not heard any of that. Listen, Richard, you're clearly watching right now live on Game Plus. Tell me where you heard that, please, because I have not heard that at all. Any hockey people out there watching? Gosh knows you are, because you blow up my phone the rest of the time when we're not on the air. Um, I don't, not sure that I like that. That's kind of like a Thunderdome roller derby-ish kind of vibe to curve the glass inwards to keep the puck in play. What do you think? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I like the idea of less pucks out of play. I like the idea of keeping the puck in play. But you're right. They, that would change things. You would really need to practice how you're playing the puck off that curve part because it would do all kinds of weird things, how it would go straight down or angle in weird ways. The other thing about it is it's just a cost to replace all that glass. I know they replace the glass all the time anyways, but to get fabricated glass that's curved like that would come with its own additional expense. Um, not that the NHL couldn't handle it, but yeah, I've never heard it. So let's re-up some things. Jenna has just checked in from Southern California and uh, she wasted no time in letting us know that the Buffalo Sabres came back to win in Toronto last night. I'm telling you, when Jenna started cheering for the Buffalo Sabres a couple of years ago, it was like she was looking for a team. I laughed at her. Who's laughing now, bucko? And she also picked the Ottawa Red Blacks, so we'll see if uh, how that works out for her. Disregarding what's your favorite Canadian sports, sorry, uh, act, musical act, Nelson, our VP of Sim Events, says Drake hasn't even gotten a mention here. Drake. Spicy. Hot that tells you our demos, um, like you said. <laughs> Well, Steven Jacobson in North Dakota says, does anyone like George Strait? Come on, Steven, don't waste my time. George Strait was born in Poteet, Texas. I've been in his fan club since I was 12 years old. We're talking about Canadian acts. Colin in Ottawa says, Rod, I remember when Avril Lavigne's first hit, Complicated, came out, and it was on the radio all the damn time. Drove me mad. 
I well, like I don't. It. I'm sorry. I don't like the CanCon thing. As a guy that again, I started working in radio in this country in 1988. Moose was still in diapers, literally. I was in oh, high school, and I'm sitting there going, good how, one, come, Rod. "How come we got a? How come we got to play? What was it? 33 percent Canadian songs on this radio station, or was it even 40 percent? Like, why are we doing this? It might have been 40. Why are we playing? Why are we playing? Was it Crosby, Stills, and Nash? Nash and one Young. of those. Yeah, fossils. Yeah. I'm like, what are we playing? We're a country station. What are we playing this junk for? I don't, I, I've never liked it. It's a little similar to the Canadian Football League and the ratio, to be honest with you. Because in Florida, I don't run around beating my chest that I'm Canadian or feel that I should get any special treatment because I'm Canadian. I don't have never understood the CanCon rules. And what Colin's saying here is, you know, they played Avril Levine's first hit ad nauseum on the radio. Well, guess what, Colin? They had to. It was a friggin' government law. Yeah. Think of that one for but a on second. But on the other side yeah. of that, I would, you can argue that it worked. Like, look at Nickelback and Avril Lavigne. Look at Drake and the Arkells and all these, you know, acts. And, you know, can Justin Bieber and et cetera. The list goes on. The music scene in Canada has never really been better. You know, we've got such great acts. And you wonder how much of that is fostered by just having the ability to carve out some room for them to make sure that they get their airtime in the country. But... You know, you'd like, on the other hand, you'd like to think that uh, they did that on their own because they're good. Good is good. Yeah. Uh, I remember calling a football game at Mosaic Stadium when the Hunter brothers were just coming onto the scene. I didn't even know where they were. It was the four brothers from Shonovan, Saskatchewan, and I just happened to take my headphones off and they were playing a song. I turned at halftime and I'm like, whoa, these guys are good. Yeah, because there was a period of time where I stopped listening to country music, kind of because I had to. But uh, good is good, so that's why I, I don't feel that you need to be protected. Um, Kevin, the medium says, "Isn't it still a law?" No, I don't think so. I think on FM radio, you don't got to play any Canadian music anymore. I think. I'm not totally sure on that. Tank Abbott says, uh, "Coulter Wall is a beauty from Speedy Creek." Now we're completely getting derailed. But yes, the son of our former premier, Brad Wall, is doing great things with country music. Um, just re-upping where we were, again, the poll for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center today. Of the topics at the NHL general managers meetings in West Palm Beach, which one of the four topics would you like to see changed? Player safety? Uh, video review tweaked? Eliminating fights after clean hits? And four the sale of the Ottawa Senators. And last hour, Ron Duguay, with a write-in vote, said he'd like to see an overtime three-on-three. Three. You not be allowed to take the puck back across center ice once you've crossed it once going towards the offensive zone. Uh, some liked that idea, some didn't. I don't really care. Um, but I'm going to say something about the fighting after clean hits. If you eliminate that, which I'm not against, then you'd better start looking around hockey rinks for the unwritten code of hockey because that's in the code that's the you don't swing in a 3-0 pitch thing even up calls the other night here in the ottawa calgary game flames had a goal called back at a very cheesy offside uh, dj the coach of ottawa called it 
They, then they dropped the puck after the review. They took the goal off the board, and then within three seconds, Ottawa's got a penalty, and the Flames go on the power play. I'm like, we know what happens. We know what's a makeup call. Why are we pretending? <laughs> you know what I mean, Darren? I mean, how far into the code of hockey do you want to go to clean these things up, is my point. I, you could go as far as you want. I think the code is there for a reason. And I look at the rules like the offside rule because that sucks, right? When it's a chintzy call and, you know, didn't impact the play, wasn't cheating, that type of thing. You know, it's not really the spirit of the rule, you know. But then it's really impossible to make that black and white right you got to have all this gray area and then you got officials saying well that was okay but that one wasn't and then that's going to cause your own set of headaches so i don't envy the people in the in those positions that have to make these calls it's interesting by the way and jesse pierce coming up from nhl.com on all of what we've been talking about here ryan in saratoga new york says barely anyone has mentioned alanis morissette and isn't it ironic don't you think I'll see myself awesome. out. Uh, Phil, Phil from the audience says, speaking, where did it go? He said, speaking of Trailer Park Boys, what about Rita McNeil? What about her? One time, we were on the road in Spokane, Washington, and our bus driver, our bussy, let's call him Bill, was all excited that he bought two tickets for what he thought was Reba McIntyre. In the old Boone Street barn, I believe, in Spokane. The next morning we're at breakfast, you know how it is, where I'll say, we were doing our thing the night before in Spokane. He went to this concert and we're like, Billy, how was the Reba McIntyre concert? He goes, ah, oh, don't ask. And I said, why? why? What happened? He goes, it was Rita McNeil. Had the wrong person. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, tickets. He bought tickets to the wrong show. Ooh. That's a bad beat. Spoken right there. <laughs> right? <laughs> Darren, in, uh, Darren Workman in Utah, did you replace that law, the CanCon law, with one that has CFL fans hating on all other football leagues except the NFL? They're getting a reputation. Okay, Moose, are you coming back for overtime or not? Yeah, I'll come back. Okay. We're going to Minnesota next with Jesse Pierce. She covers the wild so well for NHL.com and the Bar Down Beauties. We're live from Calgary's entertainment destination, Great Eagle Resort and Casino on Game Plus Television and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. RP show continues from the beautiful Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, Calgary's entertainment destination, your gateway to the foothills here in hour two. We generally turn our attention to tonight's games, and there are 12 in the National Hockey League, which means 24 teams are playing, but none of those are the Minnesota Wild, which is, I guess, a night off for Jesse Pierce. She joins us from mini NHL.com Wild Rider and Bar Down Beauties. Jesse, welcome to the RP show. How you doing, gal? Phil, how are you, sir? Phil, how are you, sir? Good, good. Listen, before we get into hockey, what was this clip I saw of you on a game show? Was it Family Feud? Was it the match game? What was it that you were on, man? That was awesome. 
was uh, Jay Leno's You Bet Your Life, a re rendition right. of the old time You Bet Your Life. Uh, what an experience that was. Um, something I won't forget. And I won a little money on the side. Can't go wrong. Tell me all about it. Stop. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me it all. <laughs> they came into my DMs, which I thought for sure was a scam, was like, no way. And then they were like, no, we'll do a we'll do a call and I will never forget. They called me and offered me an opportunity. They'll fly me out to LA to do the show. And it was during the Minnesota Wilds Stanley Cup, quote unquote, run last year where they were facing elimination in game five. And they're like, would you be available come June? And I looked at that team and I said, Unfortunately, I think I will be. So, uh, needless to say, had a great time. Talked some history with Jay Leno. Had had a swell time in LA. Caught a Dodgers game as well. Um, again, an experience can't forget. You'll find the clip on YouTube. Go see how poorly or how well I did. Either way. Yeah, good for you, Jesse. That was awesome. I saw that the other day. I'm like, I I know her. So anyways, the last time we talked, the Wild had kind of just turned a corner, and now they're really rolling now. Points in their last 10, pretty comfortably in second in the Central. How are they feeling about their team there in Mini? I think they're feeling pretty good. Obviously, the one thing they're not feeling great about, Kirill Kaprizov is out three to four weeks with that lower Oof. body injury. But... The good news is secondary scoring has found a place. You're finally seeing some goals from other guys that are not wearing number 97. You've got Matt Boldy, Marcus Johansson, a newly acquired player returning for a second go around with your Minnesota Wild. Um, and defensively, Minnesota has really stepped up their game. They've gone back to being a very defense first team um, and getting some pretty good goaltending to go along with it. So they're grooving. They're feeling good. Uh, like you'd mentioned, they got tonight off rod, but they're back in action again tomorrow in St. Louis. Yeah, let me just walk it back on the Kaprizov hit for a second. What was the reaction from Coach Dean Evason or Kirill's teammates on that hit by Logan Stanley? Because I saw the Winnipeg fans saying that they thought it would look incidental, and I thought it looked dirty and intentional myself. What did the Wilds say about it? I mean, certainly Dean likes to bite his tongue. He doesn't have too deep of pockets that he's willing to give to the league for voicing <laughs> his actual thoughts. But, uh, I mean, it looked like he took a piggyback ride. Logan Stanley went for a complete jump on Kaprizov's back from the view that I had seen. Um, and that's a lot of weight coming down on one player. And Kirill Kaprizov is not a guy that goes down easy. So, dirty, probably not. Uncalled for, absolutely. Yeah, that's a good description. But I've often said, you know your stuff. I just, like I say, he could have avoided it, and he didn't. Um, so like you say, that's a, that's a very apt description. Hey, what about my guy, Marc-Andre Fleury? He's getting all the starts now. Hey, he looks as good as ever. I mean, there was a little bit of up and down for Marc-Andre Fleury. I think people were a little worried saying oh no this is that old guy that we were kind of concerned about um but you know luckily when he was down philip gustafson has swooped right in and been absolutely fantastic and right now minnesota is so lucky to have the goaltending tandem that they do i know everyone wants a one and a two right now there's a 1a and maybe a 1b if not both 1a with mark andre Fleury and philip gustafson the thing i love most about flower is and i'm sure people have told you time and time again he's the nicest human being on the face of this earth and i'm not even just saying that like even while he wasn't maybe playing as well as he could and wasn't getting the starts that you would expect him to get he was all smiles around the rink helping philip gustafson out when he could and stepping in there as needed and it just 
it's a veteran presence like that that will help a team succeed in the long run and you just love to see it and uh yeah i'm excited to see what these two goaltenders can do down the stretch here yeah there's no doubt what you're saying and just so you know he's a canadian he's a goalie we're nice people has he ever and listen i was a golden knights fan and i've never looked at them the same since after they got rid of him has he ever talked about the split or his time there um you know a little bit only because we've got ryan reeves now on the roster you got johnny merrill on the roster too so there's a little bit of discussion but probably not much then again we don't really poke in as much as uh as usual either come playoff time now might be a better conversation uh than than that time around uh okay i appreciate it. and you know what there's no point going back over that it's painful for everybody especially golden knights fans because <laughs> they loved him so much but 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 they're nice to it's nice to see that they're that he's doing so well and speaking of ryan reeves last hour we had ron duguay on and he he thinks the rangers regretting getting rid of revo because of what he brings to a team. Uh, how's he going over in mini? What are they thinking about the addition of him? Save for his fight the other night, which wasn't a fight, but what's he brought to the team? I mean, I think he slapped him. Did he slap? Like, I believe that was part of the fight. I was very, <laughs> it's not a very Ryan Reeves-like fight. I think he was just worried about not hurting the kid. No. But uh, no, I mean, I you know, New York probably does have some regrets because they gave him away for practically nothing. Um, and Minnesota got a character guy. Again, Bill Guerin has touted what the importance of a good locker room is. And Ryan Reeves is just that. I mean, yes, he has his presence on the ice, which is obviously everybody knows a good reputation for being physical, but behind the doors, he is just this hilarious, funny guy, very self-deprecating, always having a good time. Uh, he scored his first goal not too long ago of the season, first goal in quite some time for Ryan Reeves. And, and he joked, he's like, yeah, I'm just reminding Minnesota why they went out and got a 50 point uh, scorer in Ryan Reeves, you know? So I think that's good. And then he also told uh, he said he was getting chirped by his son's teammates when he was watching his son play uh, because they all had more goals than him. So he looked dead straight into the camera, camera and told a 10-year-old to eat it. So um, Ryan Reeves, <laughs> a great person to have around. Um, and again, come this time of year, everyone knows that what that physical presence can mean. And, and Revo certainly is going to be able to patrol back there from his fourth line. Great guy, great family. Glad to see that it's going well for him there in Minnesota. And uh, I'll wind it up with this. Ryan McCarthy watching in upstate New York says, Hey, Jesse, could you explain the phenomenon of the hairstyles in the Minnesota high school hockey tournament? What's, what's going on there? Oh, buddy, if you have not heard, you guys are missing out. Uh, the Minnesota State High School just wrapped up their boys' high school hockey tournament, which is Texas football on the ice here in Minnesota. I mean, you have people getting out of school, ditching out of work. The tournament starts on a Wednesday, concludes on a Saturday. Um, and each and every year there has been this quote unquote all hockey hair team because each high schooler gets their introduction, gets to look into the camera, do a little wave, do a little salad toss, do a little bleach blonde hair, whatever it can be. Um, and then there's a subsequent video where those kids are shined brighter even on and their hair is and it's just kind of fun it's something hilarious it's it's really good hockey too my uh, high school alma mater is class a champs so shout out to my zephyrs but no if you've never experienced it highly recommend any hockey fan 
to get down to St. Paul that weekend in March because it really is. It's insane to think that all these people are there checking out a high school hockey game. And again, it's a good peek into uh, some future NHL talent as well. Well, isn't that nice to hear because this game should be fun. And we've been through enough bunk over the you know last few years and stuff. So I'm glad that they're back to having fun with the game. Jesse, thanks. Love following your stuff. You do a great job. And here's hoping to a long playoff run for the Wild. Fingers crossed. Thanks for having me on as always, RP. Thank you. Jesse Pierce from NHL.com, where she covers the Minnesota Wild and the Bar Down Beauties podcast. Overtime is next. It's your last chance today to get your questions and comments in 902-518-3033. We'll be back with the Moose live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary right after this on Game Plus TV, iHeartRadio, YouTube Live, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Because it's a heave-ho, high-oh, Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Aerial footage provided by VetRegal.ca. Welcome back for overtime, everybody. And just ahead of bringing the moose in, a quick sports update on this Tuesday. Here's what's going on. Setting up a competition at quarterback, the Atlanta Falcons have agreed to terms with quarterback Taylor Heineke on a two-year contract worth up to $20 million. He's from Lawrenceville, Georgia, played high school football at Collins Hill in suburban Atlanta. Going to create a quarterback competition with Desmond Ritter with the Dirty Birds. Meanwhile, for the fifth time in the rich, rich history of the Canadian Football League, the Grey Cup is returning to Winnipeg. The 112th edition will be played in November of 2025 at Investors Group Field. And at the World Baseball Classic, Mike Trout hit a three-run homer. Lance Lynn threw five impressive innings in the United States, used a nine-run first inning to cruise past Canada. 12-1 Monday night, Canada now facing a must-win game this afternoon against Columbia at Chase Field. Sports update for Landmark Cinemas in theaters March 24th, John Wick starring Keanu Reeves. John Wick takes on his most lethal adversaries yet and the upcoming fourth installment of the series. Again, in theaters March 24th, John Wick, Chapter 4. Okay, Moose, come on in. Um, it's interesting. W great job on the bad beat, by the way. Uh, the uh, I want to say the bracket buster ruining your ticket for Bet Regal. Dan, writing from the 306, he goes, I caught the end of the Milwaukee-Sacramento basketball game last night. What nobody has mentioned is that Giannis, who I like, while dribbling the ball to kill the last few seconds of the game, walked towards Trey Lyles. I don't blame Lyles for giving him a get-out-of-my-face shove. Sometimes that stuff is good to see instead of all the hugging and kissing after the game. So there's people watching the NBA from our audience, and uh, Darren brought up how that did, uh, you know, affect the outcome of the game. But that's going to happen in every game. And listen, it's awesome you sit home and watch sports. But get out tonight and watch some of the junior hockey that's going on. We talked about it earlier in the dub. Winnipeg's at PA tonight. 
Spokane's at Portland. I'm going to the Alberta Junior Hockey League playoff game in Canmore tonight. They got Drumheller in town. There's six games in the AJ playoffs tonight. Notre Dame, the Humboldt Broncos are there tonight in the in the SJs. The regular season wraps up. So I got to tell you, man, this is the best. There's no better place to be in Canada this time of year if you're a hockey fan. Uh, it's awesome. It is really awesome. There's a game every night in your community, wherever that might be. And, you know, I'll be watching the young kids, the under-18s tonight. So it's going to be uh, it's going to be a fun, you know, stretch as we get into the spring and move through the playoffs. And if, you know, you're in a smaller town and senior hockey is their thing, they're deep in playoffs and provincials and oh, yeah. uh, you name it. Every, every league and age group is playing meaningful games. Allie writes in from Texarkana. She says, great show today. So much hockey talk from Ryan O'Radio at WQEE. He writes in and says, another great RP show. Well, he's the man flying the ship in uh, Georgia for us here on Atlanta's NHL show. The RP show. Dang, that sounds good. They're still hung up a little bit on the, can, the, the CanCon situation. <laughs> Not really sure how we got on this. Um, Kelly McDonald writes in from the 306 regarding your favorite all-time Canadian artist or act. And Kelly says, Stompin' Tom and the hip. That's his. And yeah, who doesn't love you some Bud the Spud from the bright red mud? We were singing it a couple weeks ago right here on the show. Yeah. But listen, man, I, I appreciate through 958 shows you putting up with me and all my quirks and quandaries because I think different than 99.9% .9 of people. And I never liked the CanCon rule when I was in Canadian radio as a DJ. I'm not really down with the CFL ratio rule. And I know that ticks people off, particularly the Canadian Hall of Famers that made their career in the game. But here's us, a Canadian show kicking ass on USA radio. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're good, it shouldn't matter. That's my point. You see where I'm at least coming from on that. Well, I do. It, it's, it goes back, I mean, in, in growing up in hockey, we see this all the time, right? The kid and the parent who says, my kid's got to play on this team. And the scout that tells you, no, if your kid's good, he's going to get scouted and he'll make it no matter where he plays hockey, if he's good enough to get to the pros. And it's the same, right? I think it maybe it, you know, those rules help out the low end, uh, players or the middle tier but you're right if you're good enough um you shouldn't worry about rules and things that are going to help you get there you should just put your nose down work hard and get there on your own merits i've just basically never understood it i mean just keep working your ass off and you know what you may be great and, and somebody making the decision may not think you are that's fine it just sound it just feels that much better when you go on. A great guy to talk about that is Alan May, who was cut by one NHL team, let's call them Dallas, goes on to have a great NHL career with Washington. I think you were around when Alan was telling us this story at the Centennial Cup. And then he ended up in Dallas at the end of his career, and they're like, basically, uh, they said to him, and they're friends of mine, they're my dad's bosses. They're like, Alan, congrats on a great career. And, like, if you know Al, he's like, yeah, well, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Al got right in their face. Again, don't give up just because somebody told you no. Um, yeah. And a great segue on that is uh, Jack Fulton. No, I'm sorry, it's Jeff uh, the Stamps. Oh, last minute of play already. This went fast. 
Jeff the Stamps fan says, nice to see Alex Singleton getting paid what he's worth. There's a guy that took that, for an American, unconventional role through the CFL. He got his non-import status. He was player of the year up here. He's parlayed it into an $18 million contract with the Denver Broncos on the heels of a great time with the Philadelphia Eagles, man. Um, that's an interesting road, isn't it, for everybody? Yeah, very much. Here's a guy who might not have gotten to the NFL if it weren't for the ratio rules in, in Canada. So interesting, but he's made the most of it, and so good for him. Well, again, it's an opinion show. It's a coffee table talk show. Chill. It's just our opinion. Moose, thank you. Hope you had fun. Yeah, I did. Can more. We'll see you tonight, everybody, and the rest of you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus at WQE. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>